We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Mile High Huddle Podcast with your football priests, Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Remember, Broncos country is not a geographic location. It's a state of being. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Mile High Huddle Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Jensen. With me, my fellow football priest, the deputy editor of MileHighHuddle.com, Zach Kelberman. Zach, you know, Thursday night when last we got to shoot the breeze about the Broncos and speak with our audience, a lot's happened since then. So before we get into some of the juicy rumors that I wanted to pick your brain on, first things first, the Broncos surprised nobody by cutting Ronald Darby, Graham Glasgow, and Chase Edmonds. What was your gut reaction to that move? No brainer, no brainer, no brainer. You know, we talked about it on the previous podcast. I've written about it. You've written about it. It's um, those were fate accompli moves. The Broncos had to make, and they went from about $10 million under the cap to almost 40 million. I believe they have the seventh most space in the NFL now. So if they want to go out and get a Caleb McGarry, they can do that. If they want to go get a guard or a defensive lineman or an outside linebacker, they can do that. These were necessary moves, and I think more are to come before free agency begins next week. So a couple of interesting articles uh, from Nick Kendall. My job title this weekend is not publisher, co-host. My job title this weekend is Nick Kendall's editor. He's been cranking out all kinds of stuff, uh, rocking and rolling. Uh, but, Zach, one of them t- – well, two separate articles. One is you know, the, an ESPN piece, I think, uh, advocating for the Broncos to sign – Caleb McGarry. All right. And then the other one is a different article that's advocating for the Broncos to instead take some of that money instead of spending it big on one of the top three uh, offensive tackle free agents, McGarry, Jawan Taylor, and uh, Mike McGlinchey, and spend that elsewhere and just re sign Cam Fleming. What do you think? How has that worked out for the Broncos in the past when they go cheap and they try to put a bandaid on a bullet hole? You know, Billy Turner, and I can go down the list. You know, even Jared Veldier, Mendelik Watson, Donald Stevenson, if they're not going to draft a tackle in the first or second round and they can't because of the trades they've made, they have to invest the capital they have, which is money. They cleared up enough space now. If they want Caleb McGarry, they should go out and sign him. It's going to take a lot, but they need stability at that position. It's been way too long. If you want Russ to succeed, he needs a line to block for him. I think it's pretty cut and dry. I'm a little more if 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 I'm gonna overcome the misgivings and trauma of giving big money or paying decent money, let's just say, to try and quote unquote solve the right tackle issue. I'm 
I'm really thinking Jawan Taylor. Like to me, he seems like the closest thing, you know, NFL, no sure things, but he seems like of that trio, him or McGlinchey, like McGarry seems a little too lightning in a bottle for me right now, like a little too Garrett Bowles 2020 and I'm hitting free agency, let's make some money, and then God knows what's going to come next. I just think there's a little more sample size, a little more resume to sink your teeth into with McGlinchey and, and Taylor, which either one of those guys, I'd be stoked. If it's McGarry, I would also be excited, but it would come with its fair dose of anxiety. Yeah, of course, and you could make the case that Taylor is the uh, the safest choice of the three tackles, and I'd have no problem if the Broncos invested 15 a year and uh, gave it to him because he would solve that that longstanding Achilles heel. He's as durable as they come. He doesn't miss a start. He's really solid both as a pass protector and a run blocker. He just doesn't have the ceiling, I feel like, of a Caleb McGarry, who's a little unrefined in pass pro, but he's a mauler in – in the run blocking game, it's what you need, man. If you want to make Russ cook again, it's not just the passing game. It's getting the running game going with whatever running backs they have. And McGarry would help, but yeah, whether it's McGlinchey, Taylor, McGarry, I don't care. Just spend money at that position. A few hellos to in the chat. Want to jump in uh, David McElrath, AKA the Papa bear in the house, jumping in with an early super chat. We really appreciate you, David. He says, good evening, March 13th begins Team Building 101, and he says it's my birthday. Well, happy early birthday to you, big dog. Yeah. E MHH for life indeed, Denver Broncos for life. That's great. Hope you enjoy your birthday, and maybe you'll get some interesting news because tomorrow, of course, March 13th, is the beginning of the NFL's legal tampering period. So it's a two-day run-up to when the new league year officially opens and then it's, uh, you know, open season. But really, Zach, that open season actually begins tomorrow where teams can begin to negotiate with whatever free agent targets uh, are in their sights. Uh, appreciate you, Marcus. As always, appreciate you, David. Happy early birthday. I feel like, though, Chad, free agency starts earlier and earlier every year. I'm not just talking about the tampering period. I feel like after the franchise tag window closed, things were starting to pick up. And even today, Jalen Ramsey was traded to Vic Fangio and the Dolphins down there in Miami. So we're in full swing now. And over the course of the next 48, 72 hours, we're going to get hit with a lot of Broncos news. Can't wait for it. Yeah, I expect the Broncos to be moderately aggressive. I think it was Jeremy Fowler, also of ESPN, who said the Broncos are going to be, quote, big spenders this year and that makes sense Zach when you realize and yes thank you Marcus love you big dog cross the pond uh, that makes a lot of sense that they're going to spend when you you know remember there is not a first round pick this year there is not a second round pick you don't really get in on the whole draft party thing till the third round so whatever hay you're going to make in terms of plug and holes this year got to use those free agent uh, salary cap dollars so it will be interesting to see um Chris, Chance is jumping in. Thank you, bro. Good to see you. Appreciate you. Still the best in the business, he says, of, of MHH. Love that, dude. Very kind of you. Appreciate you, Chris. Uh, I see Greg Smith in the house as well on Facebook. Guys, before we get into some of the other juicy topics, um, just want to give you a, an update on YouTube. As you know, each and every month, we take the top five finishers uh, on Super Chat. Their names go in a hat. We do a raffle. Randomly select the winner gets to choose a Denver Broncos jersey of their 
uh, liking. We get it packed up, sent out to them. And uh, here we are, the 12th. It's kind of been a busy, topsy-turvy month for us with not just the news cycle, uh, but everybody's kind of having things going on, those of us that have kids, this and that. We've got the updated, though, all right, Super Chat uh, list for the month of March, all right? And I'm pulling it up right now. Yes, this is March. So here it is. Here's your top five as it currently stands in the month of March. The Duchess, Michaela Parker, currently number one, followed by more royalty, the Lady D, as she is known in these parts, Deanna Hendry. F.A. is at number three, Ethan, a.k.a. the DWI guys, who one of these times, Scott, has got to let us give him back a little something something, a little thank you for all the support he uh, he gives MHH. And then Dale, one of our favorite human beings under the sun, D-Dub 96734 at number five. And then, as you can see, just a few of the names outside the top five, including Gary Palmer, uh, John Degeneration X, David Kildegore, and Tom. So there's your updated standings for this month. Much love to each and every one of you uh, for supporting us. Zach, what are your thoughts on these? Uh, well, let's grab Gary, and then I'll, and then I'll ask what I was going to ask you. Gary, we don't want to keep you waiting, big dog. Up there north of the 49th parallel, dude, showing up for us. He wants to know. Jawan Taylor, Ben Powers, David Montgomery. What's your strategy for the inside defensive line draft or interesting players, uh, et cetera? So, okay, it looks like those are the three guys he likes in free agency, of course, none of whom are defensive linemen. But what's your answer for Gary? I'm f perfectly fine with Jawan Taylor. Uh, ben Powers I would be okay with, but I think Isaac – Semalu, I can never remember his last name, the guard from the Eagles. I think he could be a target. And uh, who, David Montgomery, the last one on there. I don't personally, I'm not spending um, significant money on the running back position. I'll either hand a little money to Dante Foreman or re sign Latavius Murray for short money. I know that's a position people want the Broncos to splurge at, but I feel like they have bigger needs elsewhere. In terms of the defensive line, we talked about it on Thursday, and you mentioned the point I was going to make. They drafted two last year. It's time to get them working within the system. It's time to get some production out of them. Um, but Javon Hargrave is a target, I think, on the outside. They could look to bolster the Draymond Jones list defensive line. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. 
Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Uh, we got some super chats flying in, uh, including Drake Wally checking in. Uh, a cult beat writer asking us some questions here on MHH. Appreciate you, Drake. He says, uh, quick question on Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. Which would you guys be okay with uh, parting with and why? So some context here for those of you who maybe haven't been reading uh, the site over the weekend. The Denver Broncos, there's there's multiple rumors and just th- things buzzing about that, first of all, that the Broncos have been receiving a lot of calls, all right, trade interest calls, checking the temperature on Sutton and Judy. Another report refuted and said, no, that those are those are coming in, but the Broncos are not actively shopping either guy. And then other rumors, people that are very much in the know saying, I'd be surprised if one of these two are not traded before the season. So to answer that, and even Cortland Sutton, which we can get into in a little bit, uh, sounded off on his Twitter account uh, in response to these rumors. But Zach, I know my answer here. It would be Sutton and I can explain why. But first, what's your answer for Drake? Yeah, I'll say what I tweeted the other night. You know, if it's uh, a good enough offer for Sutton, I'm listening. But if they want Jerry Judy, I'm hanging up the phone. He's the Broncos' best offensive player. He's the Broncos' best wide receiver. And he's just now getting into what his prime could be. He had a breakout last year. You want to keep developing into that, paying into that, investing into that, because you could get what he was supposed to be, and that's a top 15 you know, draft pick, a top 10 receiver in the NFL. So if a team wants to give the Broncos a third for Sutton, let's say, take his contract off the books, I'm ears. I'm all ears. But if it's Jerry Judy they want, I got to hang up the phone and say, no, thanks. Cortland Sutton, the problem is if if one of those two do get traded, I think it will be Sutton for the very reasons that Zach just outlined. But I'm not sure there's an offer out there you know, based on his value, all right, what I perceive to be Cortland Sutton's value after a season ruined by injury and then two seasons coming back from that that are average NFL starter production. I'm talking about 800 receiving yards and a couple of touchdowns per season since he's returned. So I'm not sure that the value you could get for Cortland Sutton might be a fourth, might be a fifth, all right, something like that would be greater than what impact he could actually provide you on the grass uh, this year. So if it ends up being more than that, now, like again, like if it's a third-round pick, I'm listening. If it's a second-round pick, I'm saying adios. But I, I just don't foresee – I just don't see a world in which right now that's a value uh, for Cortland Sutton it, with any team in the league. I don't see why any team would offer a second or a third. Look at Jalen Ramsey today. He went for a third and another player, I believe. So we're, uh, some people in Broncos country might be overrating Cortland Sutton's trade value. And you're right. That's the point I wanted to make as well. If the best he can draw is a fifth, I'm keeping him on the team. I'm letting him go to work with that you know, tr- tremendous receiving core when they're healthy with Tim Patrick, KJ Hamler, Jerry Judy, a lot of intriguing weapons. And there's no such thing as having too many of them, especially in a Russell Wilson led offense and a Sean Payton coach team. We'll see what happens though. Uh, so often, um, especially one thing we've learned when it comes to George Payton, it was a little bit more flip a coin with Elway. What I'm about to tell you with George Payton, it seems like it's significantly more true that where there's smoke, there's usually fire. Uh, from the Von Miller anticipation, turns out he gets traded. Same with Bradley Chubb. 
So usually when these things start popping off, it does serve as some sort of a harbinger. So just be prepared for something. George Fox, brother, appreciate you. On Facebook, he says, who else is in line for us to pick up in free agency besides an offensive tackle? Uh, Denver Bronx for life, MHH for life. Thanks for keeping us informed. Heck yeah, brother. Happening to the great team. Uh, yeah, dude, appreciate you, George. There are some interesting guys out there, Zach, besides, you know, if we get away from offensive tackle, uh, it would be slightly controversial in terms of what we know about his, let's just say checkered pass. But when it comes to running back, I'm here for Kareem Hunt, dude. I'm here to bring, dude, seeing him in a Sean Payton offense, I think would be fire. Throw a few bucks at him, throw a few lesser bucks at Latavius Murray. You've got running back bolstered and then see about, you know, you got to figure out the offensive line. Of course, you got to figure out some edge depth, maybe even a, an actual starting caliber edge guy to bring in to compliment Randy Gregory, just because you can't really go into a season fully anticipating Gregory to give you a full 17. Yeah. Unfortunately. And I agree with you uh, wholeheartedly about Kareem hunt. I had Nick Chubb in fantasy this year, and I watched a lot of Browns games, unfortunately. And Kareem Hunt, he always runs with such a violence and explosion. He's always falling forward. He's always breaking off big gains. He's also really good as a pass catcher out of the backfield. He would kill it in a Sean Payton offense. You're right. My thing is, though, can you, would it be wise or even, you know, morally ethical if you're George Payton to pay Kareem Hunt a multi year deal with guaranteed money and not address the line he's running behind first? So if they pick up a tackle or a McGarry, a Glinchy, whoever, if they fix a, a, the guard position as well, they have some money left over, Kareem Hunt. That's the running back I would want. That's a running back I feel like would be a great dynamic duo with a healthy Javante Williams. You know, depending on how much you want to spend, right? Like, if you're going to spend this much money, maybe just bring back Draymond Jones. But Zach Allen gives you more of an edge presence because mm -hmm. Draymond, you know, he's an interior guy. He can play some edge stuff uh, in, a, in a pinch, but he's more of a, a hand-in-the-dirt guy. Um, and then also safety. Don't sleep on the Broncos finding a starting caliber safety because, you know, Kareem Jackson's entering his age 35 season. He said uh, just this past week that he wants to keep playing his 14th year and he wants to play for a contender, making it kind of the implication being I want to play elsewhere, right? I don't want to come necessarily back to Denver. I want to play for a contender. Uh, so a lot of different holes. We'll keep getting into it. Naj, bro, what's up, big dog? Love you. Needs no introduction from us. A legendary Mount Rushmore member of our community saying, hey, bros, what? I would like to see is the Broncos keep the talent they draft and develop. I'm just tired of seeing our better players dealt or trying to be dealt. They get rid of guys like Draymond and then we have to accept it. Yeah. I mean, the problem Naj is, you know, the, the value proposition of Draymond Jones. I mean, did you, the, the money that's going around right now, he's going to get paid and the Broncos. If there's anyone that knows, you know, what the, the, whether or not that's an investment that can provide some, some return, it would probably be the Broncos, right? They're, that's where he's been for four years. They obviously don't think he's worth 19, 20 million, and he'll probably get that, if not, maybe even more. Hmm. I mean, I've heard some crazy stuff about the potential market for Draymond Jones. So I understand it, Zach. My point here is I understand the, 
you know, the frustration of wanting the guys that have been drafted and developed by this team to stick around and, you know, not take their talents elsewhere. But sometimes you get into a pickle where you have to make um, concessions, let's say. It's a business decision. And, you know, you're not going to always like the final decision, Naj. You know, certainly the Von Miller trade and some of the other moves they made have been tough pills to swallow, but it's subjective. I'm reading from Aaron Wilson here, NFL reporter, that Draymond's market is between 17 and 20 a year. Yeah. And it's like, do you feel, I don't, Chad doesn't, but maybe you do, Naj. Do you feel like Draymond's worth at least 17 a year for a guy who has six and a half sacks as his career high? If he was performing like an Aaron Donald, I would pay him like an Aaron Donald or Jeffrey Simmons, but he's not. I like him, but I don't love him, and I feel like the Broncos feel the same way. That's the cold, hard truth to it. And if there was reason to believe that in the near future, because what what do they say? You know, you don't pay for past production. You pay for what you expect them to do in the future or et cetera. And I just haven't seen anything in the last two years of him being a consistent starter yeah. where – I anticipate some quantum leap forward after he gets paid. I think we've kind of seen him basically butt up against what his ceiling is, middling rushing defense and above average defensive line pass rush ability. Nothing great, not a pro bowler. I don't see that. Hey, wherever he ends up, I hope he proves me wrong because he's a great player. The Broncos drafted him. I mean, he, he's a great guy. Broncos drafted him. We'll see. Phil, brother. Thank you. Down in Tucson, another one of our great hashtag state of being community members. He's saying, good evening, priest. Sorry, I forgot uh, you guys change your clocks. You guys think if someone offers Draymond 18 million, would we match it? Go Broncos and buck them with a B indeed. Thank you, Phil. Yes, indeed. In the mountain time zone, we did have uh, daylight savings. So uh, spring forward, that means you lose an hour, right? Hate so you it. wake up sucks but anyway uh what do you think zach if if draymond's best offers 18 million out there is denver gonna match that because it's not far off from what the tag would have been how do you make a vacation last how do you hold on to the joy the clarity the calm easy you go to aruba you'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If the Broncos were would be willing to pay Draymond 18, they would have signed him by now. He wouldn't have been entering free agency. The Broncos obviously floated him an offer, and it wasn't nearly what Draymond thinks he's worth. But two points I wanted to make off the other comment we got. One, Draymond has been surrounded by top-tier talent almost his entire career. Say what you want about the scheme or the, the team around him, but the talent level on defense has been there. And again, his career high is six and a half sacks. Number two, 
you said great guy, Chad. That well may be, but he's been intimating that he's not happy in Denver for quite a while now. These passive-aggressive tweets and just his stance uh, on social media, it's not been very endearing to Broncos country to the point that a few months ago he had to say, listen, I want to be here for as long as I can or something along those lines. It was very... Didn't seem like he was a Bronco for life, like Von Miller put it that way. So 18, I'm sorry. I, I like Draymond a lot, but I got to let him walk and hope the Broncos get a comp pick back in return. Non-committal to say the least. Albert, what's up, brother? Appreciate you. We look forward to having Albert on the show in the very, very near future. Albert, you demand. GLP, another great Mount Rushmore superstar in the house saying, Chad, Zach, Scott, love you guys and Broncos country. MHH for life. Buckham. We love you too, big dog. Don't do not do too much damage down there. Swashbuckling. Love you, big dog. Sam Bam. Also, just we, it's a who's who tonight of just phenomenal friends and members of our community. Sam saying, evening, Chad and Zach. Yes, I would love to be on the show sometime. I mentioned that before. Okay. So just send me an email. Let's start. Let's get a chain going. Milehighhuddle at gmail.com. We'll start figuring out uh, when to get you booked. He wants to do it sometime in April. Yeah, we could swing that. Thanks. Go Broncos. Definitely, bro. So just email me and we'll actually get it uh, ironed out behind closed doors. Okay. Uh, Mike wants to know another Mount Rushmore supporter. Uh, Deron Payne signed a four-year deal worth 90 million with 60 million guarantee. This is what I'm talking about uh, with Washington. Exactly. So is, do you think Draymond Jones is worth anything even approaching that? Like to me, it's not even a, I don't know. I get cold feet immediately even thinking about it. I just had to Google what 90 divided by four is. It's 22.5 a year. Hell no. Again, that's not even close. I'd be willing to pay that for Draymond Jones. Deron Payne has been twice the player Draymond has been in his career. He's much better against the run as well. That's also seems like an overpay on Washington's part. So a lot of money for a uh, non-premium position, I'd say. Taylor, brother, what's going on? Good to see you, my friend. Thank you for the super chat. A bona fide superstar saying, hey, guys, what do you think of Adam Thielen? Since the former Vikings wide receiver, he was released. Uh, if we were to trade Sutton, been a while, but go Broncos, MHH. Love you, big dog. Thank you, Taylor. Yeah, I got a couple of questions on this subject, Zach, on Twitter this past week after the Vikings cut bait. What's your answer for Taylor? Yeah, I uh, I did the same. It's I know that George Payton would love to reunite with Adam Thielen, and Thielen, though he's declining, is still a red zone monster. But the Broncos have that already, Chad, in Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick. They need, if anything, a speedy type receiver, and Thielen's not close to that anymore. And too many dominoes would have to fall. You know, they'd have to be willing to bring him aboard, and also he would want to come to Denver. Last I heard, he wants to play with a contender and a top-flight quarterback. I don't think he thinks that of the Broncos and Russell Wilson, though I could be wrong. Yeah, agreed. And that's another thing to keep in mind is if the Broncos do end up getting an offer they like for Cortland Sutton and they move him, let not your hearts be too troubled because Timmy Pats is coming back. He'll be back this, this Thank year. God. You know, we're not going to – fool ourselves into pretending you know it's like the second coming of megatron or something he's a really good player but he's your he's a starting caliber x wide receiver in the league and look marcus colston if you guys remember him back in the day with the new orleans saints and drew Brees, this was not a guy whose measurables or you know his his size his speed nothing really jumped off you know nothing screamed at you like elite talent 
But that dude was such a technician. He's so good at using his his route running, his hands, and his size as a just black hole of targets in that system. And I could see that happening for Sutton. I could see it happening for Tim Patrick if Tim Patrick were to take over officially as a starting X. So we'll see. Phil says, uh, if Will McDonald or Andre Carter are available, should we grab one or both? Zach? Uh, yeah, I mean, I would go with uh, Andre Carter. I think his game fits the Broncos' scheme a little better, but uh, it wouldn't hurt to load up on both either if they would go in that. If they want to go that route, I wouldn't hate it, Chad. If the Broncos are to surprise you, or let's say if they were to maybe surprise Broncos' country in how much money they throw at a position that people weren't really anticipating, what would it be? Because I think safety is a position mm. that they're going to be spending some money out with avoid their next to Simmons. Cause unfortunately not on, only are you losing Kareem, which fine, let him go. He's kind of, we've reached the point of diminishing returns there, but you don't really have anyone bona fide behind him to kind of turn to next man up, so to speak. Caden Stearns with the hip, the thing, you know, PJ Locke, he's a great depth guy, but I don't think he's, going to be confused with a bona fide you know starter in the league right now that could always change you could just be scratching the surface but just going off what i've seen what do you think though i i wish i could see caden stern's medicals because if his hip's okay i want him to be the starting safety opposite simmons he was balling out every chance he got chad he's the ball hawk center fielder they need i think he would thrive for vj um a position that they could overspend on that no one's really expecting um Defensive line is too obvious of an answer. Maybe outside linebacker or or I'm going to say quarterback, backup quarterback. People are thinking they're going to go into the season picking up Brett, Brett Rippon's uh, tender, but if uh, Jameis Winston shakes loose or they want to splurge on a Jacoby Brissett, that could be a, you know, a financial that not many people see coming. Zach, thanks, bro. On Facebook, he's saying, love this channel. Thank you for all you guys do. Denver Broncos for life, MHH for life. Very sweet, very kind of you, my friend. Thank you, bud. Uh, the Duchess, jumping in. Love you, Michaela. Only been a few days. We're still uh, we're still having fun thinking about that conversation. She says, no, no, no on trading Judy or Sutton. She just wants her offensive tackle, Zach. That's, you and me she's, both. She's, she's looking for the simple comforts of life. Give me an offensive tackle, set and forget at right tackle. You have to. You can't be scared away. And thank you so much again, Michaela. Every show, your support is incredible. You can't be scared away by Juwan James, though, Chad. You know, you have to keep swinging, figuratively speaking, until you find that mainstay right tackle. Fortunately, there's at least three of them in the free agent class that the Broncos could acquire. We have to hope and pray, Michaela, that George Payton just devotes his attention to one of those guys. Indeed. Whoa. Whoa, Deanna. Like I Thank said you. at the top of the wow. show, when I was showing the superstar rankings, it's top heavy with the ladies of MHH, the royalty. Love you, Deanna. This is so generous. Thank you so much. Seriously. Hat tip. Hats off. I don't know what more I can show you right now, but seriously, that is amazing. We love you. Keeps the lights on here. Thank you. She says, Zach, what's up, Chad, Zach, and Scott? Kareem Hunt is a good one to get the o-line must be addressed with great personnel to replace the ones we released <coughs> pardon me is javante williams gonna be ready i'm seeing conflicting information about his injury love broncos country oh and she says 
Bridge the gap, baby. MHH for life. Love you, Lady D. Thank you so much. Zach, your response to her generosity and her, her questions. Thank you. You know, Deanna, just like with Michaela and so many others in our community, you know, me saying thank you is not enough, but genuinely from my heart, I mean that. And so does Chad and Scott as well. Um, Javante, you know, we've heard through NFL insider Matthew Barry at the Combine that his <laughs> range could be from he'll be healthy for the start of the season, he could miss a few games, or he could miss the entire year. So appreciate Barry being so concise with that timeline. But that's, I think, what the reality is. They're playing it by ear. He's had no setbacks so far, and as long as he has no setbacks, um, he should be okay at some point. Though you held a gun to my head, I still say they put him on PUP to start the regular season. He misses six games, but he comes back fully healthy and you have a guy carrying the water full-time in the meantime. I think outwardly the Broncos, their message of course has been, uh, we expect him to be good to go. No setbacks. Everything's on track. Next question. Uh, but I think privately the expectation is, you know, if we can get Javante back somewhere before the end of the second quarter of the season, then we're going to be in, thanking the football gods who knows maybe he surprises us all zach and has like a adrian peterson circa 2012-esque recovery and just is ready to go week one storms out of the gates and dominates the league but the broncos just can't count on that because he he is a a, a wounded duck currently so that's why they do have to hedge um in free agency marcus saying more uh morning guys that's right where he's at uh, love and respect to you and all Broncos fans everywhere. MHH is dope. Go Broncos for life. Yes, indeed. Uh, Woofie Malat. Oh, Woody. Got you. Got you. Uh, love you guys. Salute to you all. Hashtag MHH. Hashtag Buckham. Thanks, Woody. Seriously. Very kind. Connect with us on Twitter. We'll keep the conversation going. And Teddy Zach jumping in to say, send Judy to New England to reunite with Mac Jones. Hashtag free Judy. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Hell no, I'm not freeing Jerry Judy. I'm playing Jerry Judy and making him my number one receiver, which he is. I don't care about Mac Jones. I don't care about the Patriots. I care about the Broncos. And he was on the verge, or he went through a breakout last year. He's just now. It took him a few years. I know it's been frustrating, drops and injury issues and off the field stuff, but he's just now realizing that potential. You put a better head coach and play caller around him, get better quarterback play and watch out. I think he could be a 1,200-yard guy in a Sean Payton offense. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we waited a long time for Judy to show signs of turning that corner, and he did, and he did it with this quarterback. So if with the NFL being, what have you done for me lately, you know, th that's, I think, where the arrow points. As Scott says, no problem, Teddy. Two first-round picks from the Patriots, that would be a good start. <laughs> Uh, Charms jumping in. Thanks for that super chat, my friend. Connect with us on Twitter. It's very awesome. He says, hey, Priest, what free agent right tackle would be your favorite to be signed for us? I personally would like to see McGarry there. So we touched on this a little bit at the top of the show, but let's be succinct in our answer here for, 
for charms. My personal favorite would be, it's really a 1A, 1B. For me, it's Jawan Taylor and Mike McGlinchey, then McGarry. Although McGarry could end up being in the long haul, Zach, even better than both of them. I just am always afraid of guys that have their best season at this position, especially in a contract year. Yeah, to me, it's sort of like the Jim Harbaugh, Sean Payton thing, whether it's 1A, 1B, I'd be ecstatic with either of them. You know, you made the good case that Juwan Taylor could be a little more of a high ceiling, a sure tackle, but McGarry could be the, or I'm sorry, the higher floor. McGarry could be the higher ceiling. You could get more out of him over the long term, but you know what you're getting in Juwan Taylor, consistency, reliability, durability. But either of them, including McGlinchey, would be a huge monumental upgrade on the crap they rolled out for the last five years. You just need a mainstay there, Chad, and you have to invest. It's, it's past time now. I mean, what's curious here is, you know, we talk about all these outside free agent possibilities, right? Guys that have been collecting checks from other teams, but the Broncos have a couple of guys. Like if you go around the, the internet, reading some of the main national sites, NFL.com, ESPN, PFF, most of them have in their top 40 free agents, two Broncos listed, Draymond Jones, and this might surprise some of you, Dalton Reisner. Zach, what do you think with Dalton? Do you think that's something that the Broncos are monitoring with an interest to see what the market bears and maybe bring him back? Or do you think he may be wrong, uh, uh, rubbed, I should say, uh, George Payton wrong last year with just that whole, first of all, his play has not been good. I don't know why he's considered top 40, but that whole thing with Brett Rippon. Top 40 Broncos free agents or top 40 free agents in the NFL? Because that yeah, would be that would discredit PFF a little bit to me. I don't know what they're watching, but if any Broncos fan watched Dalton Reisner, if they have eyes and a brain, they can see that Reisner has not been good at all. He's been pretty craptacular, in fact, since 2019, his rookie year, and I'm moving way on. I wouldn't even want him back as a backup, Chad, for $2.5 million. It's obvious that he needs to change the scenery, and fighting your backup quarterback is usually a one-way ticket out of town. I think George Payton knows that. So I think I think the most coveted free agents that belong to Denver that are hitting the market, all right, outside of Jones and Reisner, according to these ubiquitous lists, right, the top 100 list, et cetera, you got to throw also Alex Singleton in there. Doug, bro, thank you. Throwing down stars with the kitty cat on Facebook means a lot to us, big dog. That's a question, too, because on one hand, I think, you know, 160-some-odd tackles last year. It's one of the most prolific tackling seasons for a linebacker in NFL history. Literally, it's like up there in the all-time annals. But what do you pay a guy like that? I think he actually, Zach, since he's hit the 100-tackle the mark, I think twice prior in his NFL career, he might actually be in line to get some dough. But he's going to be 30 this year if memory serves. Yeah. So what do you what do you do with Alex Singleton? I really was impressed by Singleton's play. I mean, if you're looking for a reliable run stuffer, there is literally quite none more reliable than Alex Singleton. I would really like to have him back on a short-term deal. Uh, that two and a half, three, four million that they would be willing to pay Reisner, I would give every cent to Alex Singleton. But I wouldn't go much beyond that if, like you said, he's commanding a lucrative contract, if only because I don't want two of the same player at the same position on the team. They need a dynamic inside linebacker, and they 
kind of had that with Baron Browning, but he's not at ILB anymore. Josie Jewell and Alex Singleton are the very same person, and I, there's only room in the Broncos' defense, I feel like, for one of them. Albert wants to know what center, Zach, we'd go after as far as free agency. There's a few names out there. I mean, uh, I I always botch this dude's last name, the Brown Center. Is it Pochick? yeah. Pochick. I think. Uh, he's going to be a dude that gets some dollar-dollar bills. But I think the sleeper option is a guy everyone knows quite well, and that's Connor McGovern, mm -hmm. former fifth-round pick, or was he a sixth-round pick? 2016, left after his rookie deal. Went and signed with the Jets. I think you could get him at a at a relatively modest price, Zach, and get great quality center play. Definitely better than anything they've had since he left. Yeah, for sure. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they went that direction. Here's an outside guy, though, a, a totally outside guy that I would not mind at all. That's Ben Jones from Tennessee. Uh, the Titans are moving on, and he is, if you talk about an Iron Man, he's literally the epitome of an Iron Man. If you haven't seen the Mike Vrabel video after a game last season when Vrabel literally was crying and saying, you know, I love you like one of my own, never saw anything like it before. He's battled through brutal injuries and never miss a game, never miss a snap, and he's also highly effective. If he's not retiring, he's a phone call I'm placing if I'm George Payton. Good point. Phil McLaughlin again saying, so I think we need a punter, uh, a kicker, and a returner. Thomas Hall and Ron White on the Orange and Blue View podcast thought we should keep Williams. Thoughts? Who's Williams? I know. I'm trying to think who we're talking about here. Brandon Williams. Brandon Johnson? Johnson. Well, yeah. What am I thinking? Uh, Javante Williams. What other Williams are, are we missing? I don't know. Uh, hold on, Scott's, Scott's giving us the old wavy. Oh, Montrell Washington, Washington. That's who he's talking about. Um, so assuming that's the case, Zach, that he's talking about Montrell, um, I think you keep him. Yeah, he's fifth-round pick last year. Hold on to him. Uh, but I would like to see some competition. Obviously, punter, they got to do something. They got to do something there. Doesn't mean you go do a John Elway and pay top-of-the-market money for a punter. <laughs> but go find a better punter than Corliss Waitman. And then at some point, I would really want to see some bona fide, legit competition for Brandon McManus. But I'm not sure, Zach, that this is the year fans get to see that. I wonder what Marquette King's up to nowadays. Talk about, you know, highly paid punters. Mm -hmm. I agree with the sentiment, um, and I would also definitely keep Montreal. I know he... Caused a lot of Isaiah McKenzie flashbacks last year, but he wasn't being put in the right positions by Dwayne Stukes and the Broncos coaching staff. He's a speed demon. He got experience as a receiver last year. And like Chad mentioned, a fifth-round pick, he's making literal peanuts. I mean, why not keep him and see if you can use him as a deep threat, especially if K.J. Hamler, Chad, um, is, is uh, injured once again. Yeah. I mean, again, just like we saw at the end of the season when you cleared out – the, the the main perpetrators of of the coaching incompetence and you know Hackett was gone Stukes was gone uh, Butch Berry was gone all of those uh, areas that they kind of presided over whether it was the offense at large with Hackett whether it was the O line getting down to more micro uh, or whether it was special teams it all was elevated just by virtue of competency kind of returning not next level like um, aptitude we're talking just like average solid competency coaching i want to see what montreal washington will look like in a similar setting with the new faces on special teams including you know he's a playmaker guys he is a playmaker i could see 
Sean Payton finding some ways to to make him into much more than what he was last year as a rookie who, you know, coming from small school, keep in mind too, Montreal, Washington, coming from small school to the league, not having the greatest coaching environment, we realize in hindsight, we don't know what he could be yet. So I think it's almost a guarantee that he'll be around at least for camp this summer and compete. But anyway, Keith, bro, good to see you. Thank you for the support on Facebook, my friend. He says there were rumors that the Broncos valued Jonas Griffith more than Alex Singleton. Does Griffith have an impact next year? Um, I There is a lot to like about Griffith, you know, as, as a off-ball linebacker. Long, fast. I mean, I think of the way, Zach, he finished the 2021 season, and I know by now, obviously, that's ancient history, but he was averaging over 10 tackles a game in that final quarter of, the, of that season. And then last year, starts a, begins the season as a starter and then deals with some unfortunate injury luck, which is what gave way to Alex Singleton starting next to Josie Jewell. So um, he, I think he definitely has a place with the Broncos this year. No doubt about it. I should let Scott answer this question. He's a big Jonas Griffith fan. Um, I've kind of forgot about him as well. I just talked about Singleton and Jewell, the inside linebacker position. But like you mentioned, he was the only one that seemed like a three down inside linebacker. Uh, the Broncos have lacked that for quite a while now. So, yeah, like he'll be in the Broncos plans. He's under contract. He's cheap. And hopefully he'll stay healthy and contribute on both sides of the ball, defense and special teams. Charlie Garcia jumping in. Thank you for the super chat, Charlie. Uh, he says no to Kareem Hunt. Get a cheaper, if not better, option in the form of another Williams. Jamal, man only knows football. Great locker room guy and high character. Cheers from Alaska. Hashtag state of being, baby. Love it, dude. Thanks, Charlie, for your input. I do have a question for you, and this is for anyone who shares perhaps Charlie's outlook on Hunt, and that is, no to hunt based on what he does on the field or no to hunt based on the incident where he was uh, unfortunately and disgustingly uh, perpetrating some domestic violence stuff. Zach, what are your thoughts here uh, for Charlie? Well, that can't be ignored, obviously, but he's uh, kept his nose clean since that point, he's been a good teammate, Kareem Hunt has, and uh, very productive in Cleveland. But I agree more so because of the money, like Charlie's saying here, I'm not going to overpay for a running back when you need a tackle, a guard, a center, other positions as well. Jamal Williams, though, I agree, Charlie, very high character guy. He, he was a hard knock star. He was a big uh, catalyst for that Lions offense that was pretty explosive this past season. This is a guy, though, that's probably going to get overpaid by a team in free agency because of that alone, because he scored what like 17, 18 touchdowns and holds the Lions record over Barry Sanders now. I don't think, though, the Broncos should be the team that overpays Jamal. Yeah, beware. Beware. It's not to say don't have interest in him, don't kick you know the tires and see what's there, but um, I like Hunt. I like the prospect of Williams, I'm not against that, but uh, I think Hunt could be really good in the Sean Payton uh, scheme here. Um, yeah, Keith, real quick, I'm grabbing this real quick, Scott. He says, I see Bridge the Gap limited vinyl versions available. How much? How about that band signed version? Hold on. If you want the band signed stuff, just wait till the album comes out and it will be there will be options for that on our own merch store 
uh, after March 24th. So just stay tuned. You'll, you'll be made aware of that trust. I promise. Thanks for the question, Keith. F.A., yo, throwing down a top rope super thank chat. You, He's in the top five right now in the month of March. Bro, thank you. He's saying, just wanted to say hello, my dudes. Hope all is well with you guys. Yes, it is. All is well. Zach, great support from F.A. As always, thank you so much, F.A., and hope you're doing well as well. Yeah, and uh, yes, great to see you tonight, my friend. Zach, there are some uh, defensive line guys that uh, that I didn't get a chance to finish. We kind of got sidetracked into other questions and whatnot, but we got asked earlier about other defensive line options in free agency if Draymond's gone. And one guy that I just think, if you could pry him out of Philadelphia, it would be you know, and you feel relatively confident that he's got two more solid years. It's Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox to me is a guy I would throw a few bucks at just because if you're looking at a relatively safe bet, he's getting longer in the tooth, but his production has not dipped. It has not dipped. And he, he helps you on third down and he can dominate on first and second down. So that's one guy for me that I hope the Broncos uh, have a look see yeah i would definitely not you know sn snub my nose at whatever turn my nose up at uh, fletcher cox another guy that i like is javon hargrave in free agency uh last year with philadelphia talk about an eagles player he had 11 sacks that is almost double what draymond jones's career high is so if you can get hargrave a little cheaper i think you'd actually get more production out of him especially in an attacking vj type defense I don't think you will. I mean, I'm I'm looking at this um, NFL.com top 101. Javon Hargrave is their number one ranked free agent. I'm just going to read to you what wow. they said real quick, just for context. Quote: Undervalued in free agency three years ago, Hargrave should get bigger money this time after back-to-back -back monster seasons. The Eagles tend to pay younger free agents, so he may get his full value elsewhere. He's 30 years old, Zach. So it'll be interesting to see what his true value is, you know, once the market actually opens up tomorrow. If he comes in cheaper than 16 or 17, whatever Draymond's going to go for, that's a that's a value deal that would be an upgrade, I think, on the defensive line. For sure. Uh, we're sitting here at 45 minutes. We got a little bit of time left, but we're getting close. Um, let's grab this from uh, let's grab this here from Keith. Again, he says, is there any possibility that Chase Edmonds could come back after he was released or Glasgow or Darby? Zach, of that trio, who do you think would be most likely to they'll, – they'll test free agency, but who do you think would be most likely to come back at a reduced contract? I don't think it's going to be Glasgow again because he just did that uh, last year, and he's not all that good when he's on the field. Ronald Darby – Maybe, but then you have Damari Mathis waiting to step in as the cornerback too. And uh, I think Mathis could be a very good player opposite Sertan. Maybe Edmonds, even though I don't really see it with him. I don't see the attraction. Running backs are a dime a dozen. And uh, even on a lesser contract, I feel like the Broncos can just draft a player to fill that role. But maybe if they go after a Kareem Hunt or if they don't want to go after a big money running back, they pay Chase Edmonds a few million bucks and uh, have some insurance before Javante returns. Um, okay, guys, we are about out of time. So any burning topics, get it in the chat before we dip on out of here and we will try to get it. Um, I'm just trying to see 
Zach, you've talked a little bit about this. Dan has been very vocal on Facebook. I want to grab I want to grab one from from Dan Wilkett. He wants to know about uh, Foreman. This is a guy you've gone to bat for multiple times since we've started kind of turning our eye toward free agency. Explain what it is you like about him. I liked him going back to college. I feel like he's Kareem Hunt light. He runs very aggressively, very violently. He can catch, he can run, he can pass protect. Uh, if you don't want to spend Kareem Hunt type money, I think Foreman, you can have him for half of what Hunt would go for and uh, you get the production and you get the the type of mindset you need at the position while Javante is mending his injury. He's almost like another Javante and you got to wear those defenses out. You got to establish the run. And every time I saw Deontay Foreman play, he was uh, performing pretty ably. Okay, I like him too. Uh, F.A., wow. Top row super chat Again. number two tonight and another one from Naj. And then probably by then we'll we'll be about out of time. But F.A., thank you, bro. Seriously, love you, big dog. He's saying, what position is a must-have other than O-line now that we have some money to spend in free agency? Zach, this is an interesting question. You know, uh, just to riff here for a second, Nick had an article earlier today NFL through NFL.com, the next-gen stats analytics experts, uh, they revealed what they saw as Denver's three biggest needs, all right? Believe it or not, and Nick highly questioned this in the article, offensive line was not mentioned on, their, on that <laughs> list of top three. Let me tell you what was. Inside linebacker, this is in no particular order. I don't remember exactly the order off the top of my head, but inside linebacker, running back, and defensive line. Those were the three. Those were the three. So um, what's your answer for F.A. here on what position is a must-have other than O-line? Man, if you don't cover the Broncos, you don't really know anything about them. To not have O-line on there when they don't have a right tackle, a left guard is pretty comical. But if you're losing a starter on the defensive line, like the Broncos more than likely are in Draymond Jones, you got to get a starter back opposite DJ Jones. And maybe you, you lose Mike Purcell as well, but that's an area that you have to hone in on after after you solve the O-line issue, we mentioned Javon Hargrave. We, you talked about Fletcher Cox and Zach Allen from Arizona. Played with VJ, highly productive, free-down player. That's a guy that could target for a defensive end as well. I'm going to say just edge. Edge would be my other position that is a must besides O-line. Edge, depth. I mean, I like Baron Browning. Who knows? Maybe he'll continue turning the corner. He, he does things at times that make you like – think of Von Miller, some of his body mm -hmm. bendiness and quick twitch and just there's a lot there, but he's still quite new to, to the position. He, I just don't think you can bank on him as your number two. And Nick Benito, there's no way you can count on him. We hope he takes the massive leap forward in, in year two, but you just can't count on him. And unfortunately, Zach, you can't really count on Randy Gregory. We both like Randy Gregory. I was uh, I came around on him as the season got here because you were really high on him from your time covering the Cowboys. And when they signed him, I had my misgivings. But after seeing him, you know, just his presence in training camp, uh, his impact early on in the season before he got hurt, I was like, yeah, this is good. And then, boom, he gets hurt. So you can't really trust it. You got to get some some options there. Uh, so that would be my answer. And then Naj, bro, love you. He says, hey, brothers, have you heard anything about the offseason programs put in place by the new strength and conditioning Coaches, I'm curious how things will be different than these past seasons. No, haven't heard anything on that. But uh, those usually aren't things that are openly discussed 
uh, or even leaked through reporting. NFL teams keep that stuff pretty, pretty well under wraps. They don't like sharing that. Those, those are like state secret type things. But what we do know, Naj, is uh, Bo Lowry, the new yeah. executive the team hired to oversee it. Um, Sean Payton called his acquisition a, quote, game changer for the Broncos. So stoked. Yeah, I'm happy they decided to move on and go with uh, Dan Dalrymple as the new uh, conditioning coach, head conditioning guy. And also, like Chad just talked about, I'll echo it as well. Bo Larry was a big get in the sports science nutrition department for the Broncos, a guy that Sean Payton called a great asset to have. Cross our fingers. They can't be any worse with injuries in the last five years, but they should be a lot better. So we'll have to see how that plays out. Nowhere to go but up. Golly, Lady D wow, throwing man. down a parting super chat. Appreciate uh, you, Dina. From the top rope. Thank you, Lady D. We love you. Hope you're doing well up there. Uh, she says, good night, gentlemen. Have a great night and week. Yes, guys, it's exciting because here we are Sunday night. We're always stoked to show up and, and talk Broncos with you guys, but tomorrow is going to be juicy. So do not miss tomorrow night's show. Don't miss Broncos for breakfast in the morning. Things are going to get hopping this week. So we're really looking forward to covering every single angle, whether it's rumors, signings, trades. It's going to be a gas. So uh, love you guys. We got a few messages, though, before we dip out. Yeah, thank you, Deanna. As always, thank you so much. But that was the Mile Idle Podcast. If you're not doing so, be sure you're following us on Twitter at the MHH Pod. Also, the main account on Twitter at Mile High Huddle, Chad at Chad and Jensen, myself at Kelberman NFL, and Scott, our producer at Scout Kennedy. If you guys want some brand new merch, Buckham merch up right now, MHHmerch.com. Go check it out if you haven't done so. And if you haven't done so, go to Facebook.com slash mile high huddle pod be sure you're liking that page following that page and also if you haven't guys and gals go to apple podcast and leave your football priest a five star review for a chance to win some of that sweet 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 merch each and every month but if anything as chad's demonstrating uh please subscribe like and share this video and every video you see on the mhh channel it really helps us grow and reach more broncos fans just like you <laughs> uh, all right maybe i wasn't perfect but i was dang close there shout out to these great super chat superstars leading the way tonight david mcelrath chris chances gary blah blah drake wally najal toth sam bam gary palmer taylor christensen michaela parker the duchess woody malat teddy the lady d charms uh, Charlie Garcia, F.A., throwing down big time. Much love and respect. And then on Facebook, Marcus, uh, George Fox, Zach Bernstein, Keith, Doug, and Phil in Tucson, keeping it real. Love you guys. Can't wait to talk to you tomorrow night. Have a great ending to your weekend. Start to your new week. Exciting week coming up. We'll see you tomorrow night. Take care. And as always, go Broncos. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.